0: The Dragon Rewrite is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know armadillos only travel via hot air balloon?
0: Wait, really? Why?
1: Yeah, they're not allowed on airplanes. The TSA won't let them on because their paws are registered as deadly weapons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts and cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club.
2: Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake,
0: I'm Alice
1: Sullivan, and I'm Micah Sparkman.
2: And today we're covering chapters 15 through 18 of The Eye of the World again.
1: Previously, the Emmons Fielders make a daring escape under cover of fog and darkness past the uh, dubiously vigilant village guards. Pursued by Trollocs and Myrdral and Drakgar, they pause only long enough to destroy some poor ferryman's livelihood. <laughs> they make their way to the shining city of Berylon for a day of rest and recreation, and Rand has his first of many fireside chats with Balsamon. There's <laughs> only a little bit of screaming and some mild torture, but it's a nice taste of things to come.
2: <laughs> Chapter 15, Strangers and Friends, Icon of the Sunburst. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's favorite, the white oh, girls. God. Oh,
1: Yeah. Rand wakes up uh, late and feeling bad and goes get some breakfast. He belts on the sword he barely knows how to use without cutting his own foot off. You know? <laughs> yeah,
2: but I'm going into a strange city I've never been for. Don't know the customs. Better take this sword. Yeah, with a Haramark blade.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like Oh, I, I think it's funny that his first instinct is to go to the kitchen. Can you imagine like, just walking into a restaurant and just you bypass all the tables what? and you're like straight this to the kitchen? A, this
2: is a hotel. You're staying in a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> you wake
1: up hungry and you just walk into the kitchen. And, and you're just like, hey, what you got? Yeah, hey, feed me. These
0: yeah. Fielders, they just don't know. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. And you know, luckily the, the, the cook is cool about it, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: the cook informs him that all of the inn's rats have been uh, broken in half.
1: Uh-huh. <gasps> So the dream was real. The, yeah, the dream was real all along. Mm-hmm.
0: Or you know, this guy's just trying to start up like a uh, what do they call it, an exterminator business. <laughs> right, I mean, right. he did them a favor, to be honest. That's it's, true.
2: That dude. They yeah. have, they had they just had an argument about this cat.
1: Yeah. You're right.
0: Like, say what you want about balzaman but he's really good about issues of like public health and sanitation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, if you had the power to magically, like, you know, pop the brain of every cockroach in your house. You should do that. Yeah, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Make all the mosquitoes burst in flames. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: this is even worse. I mean, those people could have died from a plague or something. We don't even know. Yeah, That's true. Now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that was the cleanest inn in Berylon for about
1: uh, eight hours.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so the, the, all the others have gone out, but Perrin is sleeping in yeah Ren decides that he needs to get some advice on this whole dream thing so his options are tom the gleeman who's traveled the world and knows hundreds of stories from across time and space uh moraine the wise and mystical eyes to with deep knowledge of the magical forces of the world and uh and his buddy who uh is from Emmon's field uh so yeah i guess we yeah. know yeah he knows exactly fuck all about everything right so <laughs> yeah the other uh, underage doofus <laughs> yeah in fact i would say his like his. Central skill set is hitting things that are made of metal with other things made of metal, right? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but yeah, he goes with that option. He's like, yeah, I'm going to ask Perrin about it.
0: So is y'all's reread of these any different now that we know that the world of dreams is a thing?
1: You know, so, okay. So when he's in these dreams, he's in like one of the, like, he's not actually in Teleran Riyadh, right?
0: I don't think so.
1: I, I was trying to think about this. So, so there's two things. There's, there's like people entering his dream... Which I think could be what Baldwin's doing, but there's also I remember they said that um, what's his name? Uh, he's had so many different names, Ishmael, whatever his mm-hmm. name ended up being, had this thing about creating like pocket dimensions or something like that. Yeah, like I think pocket dream worlds. Yeah, and, yeah. so that could, could be that too. You could pull somebody into your own dream, right? Which is uh, a place that is both risky and where you have power. But yeah, but this this I
2: my read is that this is actually. A, a place, a real place in Shialgol that's made of screaming faces or whatever, and that he's just bringing Rand to tell Riyadh In that into, place. In this spot. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Rand looks at it like sky. This guy is impossible. It can't possibly look like that, except that's exactly what it looks like in Shialgol. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah. It
0: also kind of made me think of the other realms too, where the space is not does not act normally. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, the, the healthy places. Yeah, yeah. the weird ass skies. Uh Perrin speaking of a dream though, no.
1: Parent Oh yeah, go ahead.
2: Parent had the same dream and he even killed a rat in Parent's dream too. Yeah. So he he was planning to do that the whole time. This was part of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Is this
1: I, like the, the demo?
2: Yeah, yeah. So he had to kill a rat no matter how it goes. Or even yeah. the guy like drinks the, 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 the wine right away. <laughs> he's, he's like, like oh, well, that wine kills these rats. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's got to work that in like an improv kind of way. He yeah. probably
0: has it like in his pocket or something. <laughs> yeah.
2: and, the, and all the rats in the end were broken, broken their backs. Yeah. So this makes me think, right? If all the rats had their backs broken by one person's dream, it wouldn't work for the other people's dream. I think that he was trying all the dreams in the end. When he got to one of the wrong ones, he was just like, shit, and he breaks, he kills a rat, and then goes to the next one, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I think every one of these dead rats is, is a dream that he went into, and he spent, like, all the evening trying to find the, the right dreams to go into. Yeah,
1: he didn't, like, the, they didn't say that every rat's back had been broken. They said it was about a dozen of them, so that's how many dreams he had hit before he found the right one. Yeah, yeah,
2: before he was, he was confident he'd covered them. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had yeah. a long night. But yeah, apparently, uh, we don't know yet, but Parent suspects that Matt had the same dream. But weirdly enough, Parent didn't have much advice to offer on the, on the situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you know, so Rand finally decides to go out. He takes one step outside and he is just like, fuck this place.
2: Yeah, totally overwhelmed by bare lawn. Yeah, you know, by people one city
1: street. And smells and sounds and decides maybe cities aren't his thing. Yeah. Nope. Too much. Too many people. Like twice as many
2: people as, as he's ever seen in Emmons Field, all in this one street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he backs
1: away and
2: encounters Min,
1: fan favorite Min. Indeed. So now that we've finished the series, do you want to try and like go through these visions and see if we, we should yeah, know everything at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: There was only one that I didn't
1: get. I think.
2: So, let's see. We, shall,
0: shall we go through the list, or do we just want to hit the ones that we're not yeah, sure yeah. about? Min
2: introduces herself to Rand, and in this course of, like, two paragraphs, explains her deal. Oh, I see visions. It's kind of crazy. We're going to get married, you and me. Uh, she did not actually say <laughs> she that. She doesn't say that. Yeah, she
1: heavily implies it, though. <laughs> yeah. Repeat it. You can't get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, the first one is actually about land. Seven ruined towers. That's pretty obvious, sure, right? Yeah. Uh, and a babe in a cradle holding a sword. Yeah, also fairly obvious, yep, that's land. Uh, men, oh yeah. The
0: strongest images around the Glee Man are a man, not him, juggling fire.
1: Yeah, so that's
2: his nephew, Owen, I think.
0: Owen was his name. Yeah, he yeah, was a
2: channeler, and that's... I think the juggling fire is probably him channeling. Oh, that sense.
0: and the yeah. White Tower, and that doesn't make any sense at all for a man. Yeah, That could be because he marries an Aes or because he hangs around Tarvalon, or because Owen oh. is...
2: Yeah, captured by
0: the Sedai.
2: yeah I bet it's because of the Owen being gelded by the what do they called gentles by gentles. the yeah. yeah
0: the strongest things I see around the big curly haired fellow are a wolf obvious a broken crown
2: what is the broken crown yeah that I didn't know what that was that could be Menethrin.
0: I guess what else would it, it be it? right
2: but there's, there's no like specific broken crown in Menethrin. and there's it, no it, I mean it's
0: somehow related to fail.
2: Yeah, is there a broken she, crown?
0: Doesn't she end up becoming queen?
2: She, yeah, she Cause does. Because Tenobia
0: kicks it, and her dad and mom both die.
2: Uh, maybe that's Tenobia's crown gets broken after she charges into the trolls.
1: That still would. Oh God, yeah, right. But that would. That seems like it wouldn't be parents specifically. That would probably be something that would be a fail, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's got like it, maybe it's something about menethrin Maybe it's about the fact that he becomes a lord in the two rivers. Though I don't know why the broken crown would relate to that.
0: And trees flowering all around him.
1: Yeah. That I don't know.
0: Is that where his his family is buried? Aren't they buried under like flowering trees?
2: Oh yeah, there was an orchard where yeah. they were buried. So maybe that's that's in reference to all the people around him yeah. being, being trees now.
0: Or Robert Jordan was trying to just come up with some sort of vague mystical sounding ideas
2: yeah i mean maybe this is stuff that happens after the end of the books right Perrin has a crown but he's kind of clumsy he drops it he breaks it
0: whoops <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, also i mean the green man like this could be him his encounter with the green man although he wasn't specifically the
1: lead of that yeah, yeah.
0: um and then matt a red eagle
1: which is manetheran
0: an eye on a balance scale which yeah. is six. that's real early on yeah, holy yeah. shit a dagger with a ruby
1: uh, obviously, yeah. A horn. Uh-huh.
0: And a laughing face? Is what? that just because he's kind of like a fool? I think
1: he's the trickster, I yeah, think, right? Yeah, he's trickster archetype as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think there's a couple of different places where he's referred to as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if it's by interdimensional creatures or something else, but yeah. Yeah.
0: And then finally, for Rand, a sword that isn't a sword. Calendar, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's a calendar. Yeah. A golden <laughs> crown of laurel leaves.
1: That's the crown of alien.
0: A beggar's staff.
2: Yeah, beggar staff. Do you that, think that's... That's something that I thought about a lot because I thought there was going to be a whole... In my head, later in the books, there was going to be like a whole book or two where he goes undercover or like incognito as a beggar and wanders the world or something, but that never happened. But the one time he went to Eridoman, uh, right? Or Terabon or wherever, like as a beggar, like in a crappy cloak. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> laughed his ass off and puked in the street and yeah. he teleported away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's, I think that's the closest thing I can remember him ever actually doing that.
0: Maybe it's after the books ended. And he's just like...
2: He's wandering. Doing his
0: gap year. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess so. It wasn't really beggary at that time though, right?
0: You pouring water on sand.
2: Which is obviously the... Yeah, the, 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 the lake the well that he creates the, in Ruidian. Yep.
0: A bloody hand and a white hot iron.
1: Uh, which that's that's lots of stuff, yeah, right? Like, it, really like is. it could be him losing his hand in that uh, uh, explosion. It could be the one time his hand got branded, and
2: it could be the other time his hand got branded, mm-hmm. or it could be that time that his hand got burned off by Semiraj.
1: Yeah, yeah. lots of options there.
0: Three women standing over a funeral fire with you on it, black rock wet with blood.
1: That's clearly the that totally the end, happened. only in the book, yeah. Yeah, well, that reminds me of the. <laughs>
2: The Black Rock wet with blood is just like he accidentally sort of bled a little bit on a child goal. It
1: didn't have, to have anything to do with anything. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's true. Yeah, unrelated. It's fine. Yeah. You know? But hey, it fulfilled the prophecy, right? Yeah, yeah. It can people, people overplay the prophecy. That's Spore not his fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was super fucking cool.
1: Yeah, it was great. But yeah. it was it's really cool to see all of these things uh referenced I, in the future. I wonder if all the parent stuff. Didn't happen, right? Perrin was sort of not in some of the books, right? Yeah. That's a good point. You know, maybe, maybe there are plans for Perrin that just didn't didn't end up coming through. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the broken crown and trees flowering all around him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I, I'm not I'm not confident about either of our interpretations on that. Uh, and then Min, Min gets super creepy with him,
2: uh-huh. uh, and he runs away from her. <laughs> Literally, uh, which is yeah, what he does with girls that he likes.
0: All mm-hmm. cool, girls. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Go then, but you won't escape. And he's feeling he's getting super sick, right? He's got to be channeling sickness, right? Oh, totally, because he yeah. gets loopy too. Yeah, uh, he's amazed by the size and the the, the crowds of Berlon. Uh, he spies Pat and Fane in the crowd. How about that? Yeah, and so he chases him. Yeah, he, yeah, he acts Pat and Fane acts super sketch, runs away, says a bunch of crazy dark friendly stuff, and Rand says, "Well, that's really interesting. By the way, here's where we're staying." Uh huh.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, it's it's uh, yeah, we've got the moraine there. She could. Help you out. Oh, don't tell her about me. Okay, I won't tell her about <laughs> you. Sounds <laughs> <Okay>. good. <laughs> uh yeah. He's clearly no, though he was not eaten by Trollocs, he is clearly not in a very good place right now. Yeah. Um. And Pad runs off then and Ran runs into Matt. I gotta say, was this the is this the last time we see Pad and Fane, like any kind of sane? Like he's I mean, obviously he's kinda like losing it here, but like after this, he goes to Shadow Logoth, where well no, actually. I think after this he's abducted and like chi- like cleaned out by the dark one, right? Is it? I thought that was before this. Was that after this? I can't remember if he's the, if he has become the hound now or later, but I think
2: the next time we see him it's in the uh, Shinar at the end of this book, right? Or is that the No, next I think book? he goes to Shadow Logoth, doesn't he? Well yeah but we don't see that. Oh well, okay wait does he go there? No he doesn't go there, he just gets the dagger right afterwards uh, he steals the dagger and then they have a whole fucking book chasing
1: it yeah i remember that part i just don't remember if, if that's if that's how he gets uh you know the shut the Ma- mash no not mashadar which one is it mashin, mashin. No, the, no, no that's no, it mashadar. Is mashadar yeah
2: it's mashin Shin is the black one yeah yeah it's <laughs> the, it's mashadar the... doesn't mean anything it's just real scary sounding
1: <laughs> yeah whatever he's you know when he whenever he gets the the other shadow G in him i think is coming up soon but Wait, yeah
0: doesn't he get both of them
1: yeah, well, he, not- gets,
0: he gets the one in Shower Logoth
1: and the one in the ways. the ways. No, no, he, uh, the Machin, sh- he doesn't get the Machin Shin. The, the Machin Shin doesn't matter much of them because it's like, oh, whoa, sorry, <laughs> someone's already been here. <laughs> <laughs> Occupado. <your bottom>. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, but so Matt has had the dream too. Uh, Rand is really, really sick. Uh, they run into some white cloaks, and because Rand is too sick to do anything, Matt takes the lead on deciding what to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's uh yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's like no no we definitely shouldn't tell moraine about this yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely uh
2: matt decides to prank the white cloaks uh, the oh prank- my god oh, Jesus this maybe the first and only time one of matt's
1: pranks actually works <laughs> yeah uh it, i mean it works but only because that is the worst possible outcome right? <laughs> right like his pranks always go poorly but in this case it's because his prank went off perfectly <laughs> yeah
2: uh, Dumps some barrels in the mud near the White Cloaks, gets them all dirty.
0: And not uh, just any old White Cloaks. Fucking Lord yeah. Bornhold is yeah, there. fucking
2: Dane Bornhold. Mm-hmm. The, the, that the, one. The like, mo- the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I forgot that he showed up so early. He shows up before his dad, uh-huh. Geophram Bornhold. That's right. Uh, Rand, being crazy right now, decides to laugh at them. <laughs> uh, and they, the White Cloaks rev up to kill Rand when the
1: town guard shows up and and prevents them from killing him yeah i guess if the town guard hadn't shown up this would be a very short epic tale (laughs) uh
0: gosh it is it is shocking to me because we talked about this last time jeff you especially touched on this but god moraine played this so wrong with Mm -hmm. rand right from the beginning like he immediately does not trust her at all
2: yeah imagine how different a lot of this would have played out if he'd been if he trusted her he told her almost any of this stuff yeah no kidding. He doesn't even tell her that they fucked with the White Cloaks. No. And yeah, it doesn't tell him about Pat and Fane,
1: doesn't tell her about the dreams. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, telling her about the dreams would have probably fixed a lot of this stuff, right? Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of weird stuff that happens as a result of that. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But they do find Tom and tell him about the dreams. Uh, and he recognizes the names, but he does not clue them in.
1: Yeah, he does have a lot of useful information to share. Just you know, being being himself, you know, not yeah. surprisingly.
2: And they say, "Well, should we tell
1: Moraine?" He's like, "No, no, 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 no." Well, he doesn't. He doesn't say, "Don't ever tell her." He says, "Let's hold off on that for a little bit," you know, <laughs> which I think is maybe good advice, you know. Mm.
2: And they head back to the inn, and Perrin has news that. A true threat has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Nynaeve is in town. Uh, yeah. And yes. apparently she's meeting with Moraine right this, now. This upsets them more than the threat of dark friends or white cloaks or uh, anything else. Or the devil dreams. Yeah. Oh, They're
0: buddy. like, this is
2: the real problem. Yeah. And they head in to deal with her. Chapter 16, the wisdom. I kind of uh, a leaf. this or leaf.
1: Why is it this or leaf?
2: I think that just means plants. Oh, okay. In yeah. general. Naive is plants. Yeah, she's plants. On yeah. <laughs> well, the way in, Min lets Rand know that Naive is part of it, uh, which is part of the vision. Because that's one of the visions she saw is that the shadow uh, trying to swallow the sparks and the sparks fighting the shadow.
1: And they're all part of the sparks. And so... And so
0: she, the TV show actually got that right. Is that what you saw? Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: that, that's cool. I mm. like that. Also, uh, she says that Naive has, at least at that point, more sparks than anyone else. Like. Normally, it's sparks appear when there's two or three of them in one place, but Nynaeve by herself has all this stuff around her. Mm. And uh, that seems like it could be like a Nynaeve is tougher in thing, right? You'd think, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I liked when
2: Tom is kind of needling Rand a little bit. Min tells him to go juggle something. <laughs>
1: that's great. Yeah. That's, that's a really good tell off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe I will. <laughs> they walk in on a Moraine and Nynaeve in a chilly standoff. Nynaeve tracked them, which surprises Lan. Ooh, that, that's, that's his stuff. He yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> He's cool. like, that is so
1: hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Nynaeve demands to take the two of his people back uh, because it's so dangerous. And everyone, including the people that she's trying to take back, disagree. Yep. Uh,
1: but that does not matter to Nynaeve. She's a boulder rolling downhill. Yep. Uh, Maureen would rather they die than go back. So, you know. Yeah. That's a, that, they're at an impasse. Yeah. And Nynaeve will never give up ever. Yep. So they boot everyone out of the room to settle this in the traditional manner, which is probably a belching contest, I think. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what's going on in that room. Boo- Whoever
0: I can d- recite the most dirty limericks while belching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Nynaeve is furious because Maureen's really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpectedly, but you know, maureen has been like, yeah. she she may be a noble woman, but she's been <laughs> around. She's been in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: Kyrie didn't know how to party. That's right. <laughs> you just don't know it. <laughs>
2: And naive uh, informs them about how she got there, right? The the village council was arguing about who should go after them because somebody should because somebody should, right? Yeah. There's no reason why somebody from the two rivers can't be here with them to help them. Yeah, of course. Even if they can't go back. Yep. Except and that Maureen doesn't want that to happen. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And then while they were discussing
1: it, uh, naive just came on her own. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is going to take forever. I'm just going to go. <laughs> yeah. She didn't talk to the women's circle, and the women's circle was like, yeah, they're going to be doing that forever. But she says
2: that she just knew that they couldn't wait any longer. She just knew it. So that's like a Taverin thing, right? It seems Mm -hmm. like, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Nynaeve confirms that Rand was born outside the two rivers.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Shocking. (laughs)
1: Yeah. But, but, but... But Tan came back with an outlandish, outland wife and Rand. So you yeah. know, could, could, still be. could still be his dad. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, they he, they say that Carrie Althor had red hair.
1: Yeah. So yeah, she totally could be Rand's yeah, real it's very possible, Rand.
2: Yeah. yeah. Just, just we, hold on to that <laughs> increasingly thin thread. And and maybe Carrie was incredibly tall. You know, <laughs> right. with gray eyes. Also gray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but actually, Nynaeve is very sweet about it. Yeah, she's very she sweet. Right. He's, he's your father no matter what. He raised you, and it's nobody. It, it, I didn't tell anybody because it's nobody's business. Yeah. That's right. Chapter 17. Watchers and hunters, I like can of the dragon's fang. They all go down to the common room of the inn for a Tom party. And there's no, no party like a Tom party, right?
1: Ah, this is pretty cool. You know, Tom telling stories. And I gotta say, you know, they're doing... Um, they're doing the the Hunters of the Horn saga, which is, you know, apparently a whole bunch of different stories. But yep. they give us the titles of some of these stories, and I gotta say, uh, they kind of seem like heroes end up dead in a lot of these stories. We got, uh, <laughs> let's see, Lion Leon's Stand, the Fall of Aleth Eloriel, Guidele Sword, the Last Ride of Boad Albane. These are all things that sound like people died at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's what happens to heroes in a lot of the stories, right? Yeah, it seems like.
0: I'm always in- intrigued by Rogosh Eagle Eye because I think that was one of Matt's thing, Wasn't wasn't that one of Matt's lives?
1: Was it? I can't remember if it was one of his lives or if it's one of the people in the dream that they one of the heroes of legend.
0: Legend, maybe.
1: I can't remember, I, but the name sounded very familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I wonder. I mean, Rogosh Eagle Eye. Probably an archer of some kind. That sounds like Matt. Yeah. And... The, after the story time is the party time the, everybody dances yeah. Rand dances with all the ladies yeah, including
1: Nynaeve Moraine and Egwene uh, this is a this is kind of a nice break from the tension you know like they have this moment of where they're, they're all just having fun right mm-hmm. yeah Except there's this dude with a nasty scar just like staring him down the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's obviously like a white cloak spy, right? Yeah, yeah, this is clearly and, a bad guy. And man's like, like oh, well, I hope I didn't make him angry by looking at him.
2: White cloak spies are terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy
1: stands out like a... They like
2: send a, the most noticeable guy you can and have him sit in the corner and glare at his the person who's <laughs> talking the entire evening. I was trying to
1: remember. Is this somebody we would know from later? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Nah, I don't uh, remember. Just, just generic white cloak <laughs> yeah. thug. White cloak thug. Uh, But it's a good old time. Uh,
2: Rand and Egwene manage to not talk anymore because they're still bickering with each other. I mean, maybe I'm not even going to call out their bickering anymore because it just happens forever. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But uh, specifically, we do... I want to point out that the White Cloak Spy is specifically watching Rand and Matt. Probably because they antagonized those white clothes. Yeah, Yeah, right. Like, this is a a direct result. they went out
2: in the city and beelined the most dangerous people they could find and mess with them.
1: Yeah, maybe don't (laughs) fuck with the fantasy inquisitors or whatever, who who get off on torturing and burning people, you know? But hey, you know, they're they're, they're small town kids in a big city or whatever. But then after the party...
0: Rand goes to get some milk, which I found very charming. No, okay.
1: I I, I need some milk. but, But... Lan gives him a look and it's like, well, you know, we're 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 gonna either way, we're getting up early in the morning. Land does not think he's getting milk. Land think he's getting fucked. Like, it, <laughs> like, 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 it, like it, it. It occurred to me as I was reading this, I was like, Land gives him this look and it's like, well, you know, we're, we've got to leave early in the morning, so don't be. But it was like, Lan think yeah. he's going to get laid. It's like, yeah, get 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 it wet, but keep it quick. <laughs> Like it's way, way overestimating <laughs> Rand's game here. You know, he just wants a sleepy time drink. You know?
2: <laughs> Rand, Rand could get that one girl he was dancing with. Like,
1: she kept winking at him and like, like giving he, him smiles. Could have got that. This is barrelon This is a big city. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, not not Rand though. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get, he doesn't get that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He just goes and gets
2: some milk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really want to go get some milk. And he He's doesn't like, get to wink, wink. His milk either
2: because a, a, a mirror draw, a fade, encounters him in yeah. the uh, the hallway. Uh, and Rand spills the milk, and the Meerdrawl spears him with his gaze of fear and paralyzes him. And he could kill him, but the Meerdrawl doesn't. Does like a little fake out, like, oh,
1: I, can, all, oof, oof, I can get you. Oof, oof, oof.
2: Yeah, you flinched. <laughs> and, uh, but then Land comes and chases off the Meerdrawl, who runs away into the shadows, which is cool. I think the only time we see him doing it, right? The, the shadow, the thing. shadow
1: thing, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. It's something they talk about a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm you yeah. know, they probably always do that. We still, they do it off camera. And
0: yeah. Land describes it as fading, so I guess they do like literally fade into the shadows. Oh, oh yeah, I
1: didn't even I didn't think, think about that. that. That's
2: cool. That's probably yeah. why they're called fades, yeah. But it's time to go now because clearly they are known. Yep. Tom and. Uh, Ninive are going to go with them, yeah. and Tom's justification for sticking with them is getting thinner and thinner and
1: thinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, uh, departing in the middle of the night seems like a great idea, and uh, you know, don't travel alone. So <laughs> yeah, sure, Tom. Uh, also, Moraine does try and warn the innkeeper not to resist whoever comes looking for them, but he's just—he won't listen to it. You mm-hmm. know, he's, uh its he's like this is not the time, my dude. But yeah, yep. Maureen is not sure how that doll found them, but I have some ideas. Uh, well, you, you, what do you think? Is the Devil Dream or is the White Cloak thing? I think it's, a, I think it's Pat and Fane, right? Yeah. Where, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. it's like, Pat and, <laughs> <Pan> and <Fane. laughs> Yeah, where Pat and Fane's like, now when what you are you staying at? And how long now? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when do you go and get your milk at night?
2: <laughs> 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 but yeah, they, they leave. They make their way out through the quiet city streets. Um, and as they get, as they're... As they are bribing their way through the gates, uh, Bornhall and a bunch of white cloaks bust them uh, and try to capture them to take them off to
1: torture town because white cloaks are just total assholes. They try and talk their way out of it, but these guys are white cloaks, so they just dial the aggression up to 11, you know? Yeah, And Moraine scares them away by going into giant mode, which is really awesome. I gotta say, for someone who's like trying not to appear uh, to be a dark friend, she does a whole lot of shadow stuff, you know? (laughs) It's like cloaked in shadows and, you know, eyes like, you know, uh, like the moon or something it's like true. that.
2: this is not a way you convince someone you're not evil.
1: Yeah, it's just you know
2: it's it's, it's, it's fine. You I know? did appreciate the attention to craft though because yeah. when she's a super giant right she she, she over. steps over the wall, right Yeah so we know that she she doesn't actually grow. it's just an illusion.
1: yeah so, so she's like walking know,
2: through the gate she walk as she steps through the gate she steps over an invisible little wall. It's, so pretty it's fantastic great. yeah yeah. And then as they ride off they see that the
1: inn is being burnt behind them. Yep. Another livelihood destroyed in their wake. <laughs> do you think Maureen did it? Uh, I mean, she she warned him and he didn't seem to go for it. So maybe she was just like, well, mm-hmm. you set, know. Set a little time time bomb there. A little tied off weave. <laughs> she could, couldn't she?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Nynaeve and Maureen argue. Uh, Maureen says that the mission is more important than the
1: end than helping anybody. And they press on. Uh, they So they do stop... For a little, a short rest, and uh, Rand does not dream.
2: Mm.
1: Proximity to Moraine, I wonder, because he's, he's close to Moraine. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah,
2: yeah, maybe that's it. Actually, yeah, he, wonder if he has more devil dreams before they get separated. Uh, to Shadowlova,
1: have to watch for it. But it, I wonder if that's a, a thing.
2: Yeah. yeah, man, this Egwene and Rand bickering thing—it was tedious the first time, but now that you know it doesn't go anywhere, yeah. right? They just sort of like agree to not be besties anymore i, then, I i'm they, those a little bit, you know when they meet finally at the end of the books it kind of you know it's kind of nothing much happens mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's really boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean like that now we know that's something we can kind of skim a little bit right yeah, yeah. It's, it's a thing right it's they are they're not gonna have any real relationship with each other you know mm-hmm. by the end
0: she's going to actively work against him
1: yeah, yes gonna
2: undermine right. him yep Chapter eighteen, The Camelin Road. Icon of some trollocs. As they're traveling along the Camelin Road, Nynaeve is
1: attempting to annoy Moraine to death.
0: Annoy? Impress? Like what is what's going on there? She's like
1: talking to her about herbs every time she gets a chance, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is she trying to prove that she knows more about
1: herbs than Moraine does? I
0: guess. Uh,
1: I, I, I can't tell if she's trying to impress Moraine or if she's trying to like prove herself in some way. Like, oh, I'm every bit as good as you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Although it seems very annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Moraine's being cool about it was like, okay, thanks. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I, wonder, I think we are maybe finally on the map that we was introduced 10 chapters ago. Yes. <laughs> no, wait, no, we're not. N- not quite? Th- th- not until we're at Whitebridge. Oh, that's the, well, the westernmost part of, part of the, Yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. Uh, they talk about how they're on the road that heads
2: to Whitebridge, but they're not there yet. Yeah, interesting. That is a misplaced map. <laughs> but then they hear trollic horns behind them in pursuit Land scouts them out. Oh, man, there's so many Trollocs. There's like 500 Trollocs back there. But there's Trolloc horns ahead of them, too. They're trapped.
1: What shall they do? Uh, they turn north and head towards the, the broken hills. So when they're trying to figure out what to do about the situation, Land mentions that White Bridge is the only bridge crossing the Arenal south of Maradon in Saldea. Yeah. And I looked at the big map. This river is like, it cuts the whole, the whole world in half, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's weird that there's only two places you can cross it. Right?
2: Well, there's, I think that that is probably true for really big rivers because it's very expensive to build and maintain a big old bridge, but also there's ferries, I'm sure. Okay. there's ferries and, and he, they talk about when the ice breaks and there's places where you can just go
1: across the ice in the north so they don't even need bridges oh. but I think
2: ferries would be the way to go for like
1: places that aren't big cities and, and I'm sure there are trade boats that go up and down all the time right like there's, there's river traders yes
2: yeah they talk about that when they discuss going south to that river that runs uh, west to east because that's uh, or east to west because that's a uh, they might be able to flag down a boat which I think they actually eventually do at some point in the story right yeah but anyway uh, yeah I'm going to do that I, in Whitebridge, right? I th- that's a little strange, but it's, I don't think it's completely unreasonable.
1: I, I, it, um, it just what? struck me that like, this is this is a situation where a lot of this world isn't occupied, right?
2: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's a sparse world. And probably, like, word's gotten around through the fairy network of what happened to the last fairy. <laughs> <world> that, <laughs> that took them across. Yeah.
1: So they're probably banned, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Lan rides off to scope out their Trolloc problem, and Maureen calls him the last Lord of the Seven Towers. <laughs> cool. Yep, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know both Rand and Tom over here, and Tom seems to actually know what that means or have some idea. I'm sure he does. Yeah.
2: And yeah, they said so they, they head north, and they, of course it's a trap. Of course they've been forced north into a a, a group of mirdrawl and trollocs with catchpoles, which is I don't know somehow more creepy than weapons, right? Yeah, and they're not trying to post post kill
1: poles. them; they're trying to capture them. Catch alive. them.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they charge. Land leads the charge for Muckier and the boys all shout manetherin except for Matt who shouts in the old tongue.
0: So that started even before he That's crazy. Yeah,
2: so that wasn't that was before his memories got deleted. Is that that stuff was still even
0: happening? Before the the evil dagger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that... this is before
1: anything really. Yeah, so this is so there's really no just the for it. the blood of manetherin is I guess. What, what Moraine says which I guess is the only
2: What what if like half the time in the two rivers at Emmons Field, people are just speaking in the old tongue and none of them notice that they're doing it. Oh, oh that's just
1: like a two rivers trait. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why the Terran Ferry folk kinda don't like them. Yeah. They're always speaking in the old tongue. It's funny because in this situation, this this the, the thing that they're freaking out about is a like about five hundred Trollocs, maybe maybe a few more, right? Yeah. And like by the by the middle of the book, five hundred Trollocs is a problem that is not a problem right yeah, like wasn't there a okay. point where brand killed a hundred thousand Trollocs by himself
2: i think there was a, there was that time i remember when he like woke up and got out of bed and looked out his bedroom window and killed like ten thousand trolls <laughs>
1: yeah 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 when he was hiding out in that mansion that's right yeah so uh it's just <laughs> funny that 500 is a problem for them <laughs> it's just very silly
2: i just
0: want to say a translation of what matt said which was for the honor of the red eagle for the honor of the rose of the sun the rose of the sun
1: Yeah, so the Rose of the Sun was apparently the name for the Queen of Nothing, right? Yeah, so this is not just general
2: memory. This is a specific memory of somebody who fought in that last battle, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: the war cry of its last king.
2: Wow. But yeah,
0: the Red Eagle.
2: I wonder if he was the last
1: king, you know? I mean, it's possible, right? Well, it's
0: interesting because then when uh, Maureen is explaining all this, she says... Uh, the blood of arid's line is still is still strong in the two rivers. The old blood still sings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's the direct descendant of arid
1: yeah. They probably all are, right?
0: And Egwene too. Yeah, she specifically she... looks at the two of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I, I didn't catch that, but it's the two of them who both have names that are interesting. You know,
2: but, but not Perrin. He's descended from a wolf.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> clearly. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, there's a giant melee as they they charge the Trollocs and the the Myrdrawl. Lan one-on-ones the Myrdrawl. It's super, super cool. (laughs) Uh, Even their horses, like, one-on-one each other. That's
1: right. (laughs) The horse fights the other horse, like, you know, kickboxing or something. Awesome. (laughs) Uh,
2: The Trollocs are just about to get Rand. They actually did pull Matt off of his uh, saddle, uh, when all of a sudden they start screaming and holding their heads because Lan has beheaded the Myrdrawl.
1: You have and to, all the Trollocs go down. You have to imagine that, like, when the Trollocs came into this situation, like, them being charged is not exactly what they expected, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. They, I think they were very surprised. <laughs> uh, they, I liked, there's actually a little moment there where the, where the Myrdral hesitates for a moment when he, when he sees them, like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, not
1: sure what to do about the situation.
2: Right, which is very... I've actually heard that's, like, sort of a marine thing. I read that in a, a different military fantasy book. Mm-hmm. Like their, their, their doctrine is you always charge into the
1: ambush whenever you're being attacked
2: uh, because that's, catches them
1: off that's guard. the least likely to be the thing they want you to do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this, yeah, this first fight, the two rivers, uh, kids do not do very well.
2: No, they don't do great. They do. Okay.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, they don't die, yeah. you know, but there's a good chance that if land hadn't beheaded that mirror draw when he did that, they would have all gotten carried off. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. They, they would have got, got for sure. Yeah. Uh, you
0: know, naive drugs Moraine. Uh, With Moraine's permission,
2: she does. Yes, yeah, she yeah. gives her gives her little She's uppers, like, little yeah. little popper, little
1: get hey, a little
0: stash there for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> little, little go juice, you know, little yeah, little yeah. marching powder. You know, yeah, she mentioned she has
1: something for if you if you don't get to sleep, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, little uh, fantasy cocaine <laughs> because Moraine has been blasting a bunch of stuff. She's very tired.
2: Uh, Matt actually did get pulled off his horse by a noose around his neck. Hey. Well, yeah, how about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That's right. I didn't catch that. More, a little bit more foreshadowing. Yeah. But they escape this group, and then Moraine uses earth and fire to, to make an earthquake and a giant wall of fire or whatever to delay everybody else who's chasing them. And the super tires are out. But then Moraine, with the last of her strength, sets a false trail using magic to go off in one direction, and they sneak away. Uh, and there's a place where they can be safe, where the, well, quote unquote safe, where the Trollocs won't find them. And Moraine didn't want to go there, but they go. Yep.
1: Uh, In that place? Yeah. They they find a city. Eridal. Yeah, Eredhal a.k.a. Shadow Logoth. Yeah, so, uh, this is interesting, you know, Lance pushing for it, Moraine doesn't want to go for it. Like, if they hadn't gone to Shadow Logoth... This would have been a very, like, there's a lot of stuff that happens because of this visit right here, right? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Like, this, this,
0: this... They get separated into different groups, the whole dagger thing.
1: Yeah, they don't meet up again. Like, all of them don't meet up again for a long time, you know? Yeah.
2: That's yeah, true. Yeah, this, this is like the crucial moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting. And they were, but they, they didn't really have a choice, right? They are kind of forced here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But they also, yeah. This is it, not a good place. It's pretty neat. But um, I, but I guess it's you could argue that this visit is the reason that Rand has it in his mind, and which he then uses to cleanse the the taint, right? Oh, it's true, yeah. So if this hadn't happened, it, that might not have ever occurred to him. Yeah, yeah. You fight fire with fire in that way. Yeah.
2: That's a good point. So maybe it had to happen.
1: Yeah. I and, oh, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I, I love this chapter. This is so well written. Like mm-hmm. this This kind of thing is hard to write in a way that you know what's going on. Uh, and Robert Jordan is just the master at it. Right? There's
0: some good characterization.
2: Yeah, yeah, the, the characters are all woven through it. They drive the action. Uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of tension. I love the descriptions of as they come up to Shadow Logoth. How Rand doesn't even know what it is at first because it's so weird
1: to see uh, such a big city taken over by the the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, the the magic here, like, I feel like this this. I kind of miss this i feel like the magic in the later book starts being more kind of mechanical but at this point the things that moraine is the, the, the there's a lot of flavor to it right like mm-hmm. when she's doing the earth thing she drives her staff into the ground and then like it rings like a bell and then it starts rippling like like an ocean like later it's just like oh and the ground blows up you know uh, like <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like moraine has a flair for the dramatic or if it's maybe just not expedient to write like this as you get further in and there's more stuff happening but but yeah there, there's there's definitely like a lot more yeah like the, the even the trail thing it's like she summons a wind that like carries their trail off into the you know it's like it's different
2: yeah that's a good point i think that's sort of a i think there's a matter of debate among fantasy fans whether it's good to have a, a fully explained magic system or like a, a lesser explained more vague one it yeah. seems like he starts one way and then I guess about the time when they go to the White Tower, he, he starts, you know, explaining the rules of the
1: magic and it, I, I think it loses something in my opinion. I think you're absolutely right. I think I think that's I think that's what it is. I think once once it becomes about these weaves and understanding the weaves, then it it demystifies it a little bit and it's written in a less mysterious way from there on, whether yeah. that's intentional or not. But but yeah, like all of the magic up to this point has been uh, I mean, some of the th- things are the same, but there's some stuff that Maureen does that I don't think anyone else ever does. You know, like you never see someone do this this earth rippling thing. It's just like, oh, I made the ground explode, or I throw a fireball, or I make lightning hit. You know, those yeah. are the, maybe those are just more efficient ways the, to kill the, people. The, the you go-to know, things. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's. I would also say the mirror drawl are like that. With the, the mirror draw are our first book kind of creature, and the the way they go through the shadows, and the way their cloaks don't move. And the, even here when like the, the earth was shaking all around them because Moraine was earthquaking them and it was knocking down the Trollocs but the Myrdral don't get knocked down. In fact, they 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 march forward on their horses and their horses are stepping in unison. It's, it's super creepy. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's has to do with the, the reason their cloaks don't move is why the earthquake doesn't affect them, right? Maybe they're because they're si- slightly outside of the world or something mm-hmm. like that. Like unnatural creatures kind of thing. But that that sort of thing doesn't happen for the rest of the books. No. Yeah. It's true. And the Myrdral kind of just show up to get killed and to prove how cool people are (laughs) later on in the books yeah Uh, but it it becomes yeah they're, they're more mysterious than anything that comes later I agree Okay, that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to talk about chapters 19 through 23 of The Eye of the World. I am Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram.
2: I'm Micah Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We
0: love hearing from you.
2: And please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews on whatever service you got this from. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, The the Light Light Illumine.